Hey talkers, welcome, bienvenidos a Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the key to improving your English, la clave para mejorar tu inglés. You have to keep talking in English every day. Hablar en inglés todos los días. We apply the same principle to our podcast. That's why we have a Keep Talking Podcast episode every day. Un episodio todos los días. Listen every day and then go speak every day. Keep talking. What's up, talkers? All right. In this episode, I'm going to talk about some of the valuable lessons that I've learned since the beginning of the pandemic and, you know, at the beginning of 2020. And this is more about, it's more about human psychology, the, the, the fragile human mind, what I've learned about myself, what I've learned about other people, okay? It's got very little to do with the actual virus itself or the actual real details of the pandemic, but it's more about the human mind. So, unas lecciones sobre la mente humana que yo he aprendido desde el comienzo de la pandemia, okay? And I'll be explaining this mostly in English with maybe some of the more difficult concepts explained in Spanish. And I wanted to talk about this because I'm, I was just I was just taking a walk today, right? Taking a walk and I said, hmm, okay, well, what are we going to do an episode on? And a lot of thoughts just came into my head about everything that's happened over the last couple of years, what I've learned. And I'm like, you know, you know what? I, I don't know exactly what I'm going to say, but it needs to be discussed. And, you know, when I do a lot of these episodes now, there's no like script, right? There's no planning. It's just me talking. It's just literally me saying what, what's in my head, just rambling, talking. There's no script, but this needs to be talked about a little bit because I think it's important. All right. So the biggest thing, honestly, maybe the biggest lesson that I've learned since early 2020 is to not let the immediate emotions of the moment lead me or lead us to a bad decision or lead us into a conflict with another person, right? Now, I think, okay, what, what, what the heck do I mean by that? No dejar que las emociones del momento nos, lleve, nos lleva a una mala decisión, sea colectivamente o personalmente. Like, well, what, what am I talking about here? Okay, so, like, to break it down, to give a societal example first, and then come back with a more personal example, right? I think everyone, especially here in the U.S., where COVID became very polarized, okay, so it, it, we went into two camps, right? We had this camp of, of people, most of the people who followed more of like left-wing media who said, okay, well, you know, it's, the, it's very serious. It's a very, you know, scary, deadly disease. We need to do everything we can to stop it. And then people mostly on the right, I'll call it, due to more right-wing media that said, this is not a big deal let's go on with our lives okay we became very divided and it became a political divide in part because of the president trump at the time uh, a lot of other factors okay it, be it became very divided but the thing is what we learned from this right at the beginning is that we as people whenever we feel we are under stress whenever there is an emotional stress whenever anything happens that puts us in a state of stress we will lose all compassion and I did it personally okay like we will lose our compassion our our care for others we will lose so many of these traits that we think make us a good human in order to do what we think we need to survive okay nosotros en momentos de estrés sea lo que sea el estrés un estrés que no has sentido antes en tu vida nosotros perdemos casi todo la compasión la humanidad y todo para tratar de sobrevivir Okay, now 
what I mean by that in this situation is that when we picked sides, essentially we got really pissed off at the others. We said, I don't give a fuck about them, okay? I don't, no me, esos ellos me valen, okay? No, <laughs> as they say in Mexico, right? They, I don't care what these people think, okay? I need to do what I need to do to survive. I need my family to survive, right? See, and, and I'll come back to a personal example about how we had different opinions about this, right? But the point is, everyone begins to panic, and no one is strong enough to just say, okay, hold on here. Let's be reasonable. Let's let the momentary emotions pass. Let's let the fear that we're feeling, whether it's fear about the actual virus itself for you or for family members, or fear about the consequences of the virus, like you might lose your job, you might not have a way to make a living, your kids might not be able to go to school. It was fear. It was fear for all of us. We all were feeling different fears, and we weren't ready for that, okay? Because as human beings, we're not ready for it. We are not ready. Nosotros no estamos preparados para situaciones de estrés, así, okay? Like, we can think we are, okay? Like, we can train ourselves, and there's a lot of this out there. Believe me, there's a lot of content. I follow it, okay? On, you know, social media and everything, talking about how, as human beings, you know, we, we got to toughen up. We got to do things to toughen up every day. Tenemos que ponernos más duros, más fuertes, mentalmente, emocionalmente. We got to do all these things. You got to do an, an ice bath, a cold shower, a really hard, ex, you know, exercise routine. You got to, you know, go out in the forest for three hours. Dios mío, tres horas en el bosque. Los animales viven 30 años en el bosque, okay? The point is, all of these things that we're told that we need to do to develop more mental fortitude, and some of us are doing them, but it still goes out the window, okay? It still goes out the window when we're under a stress that we've never faced before. And that's what happened for most of us in some way, shape, or form during the early days of the pandemic, okay? Because the way that we train for these stresses in real life, in my opinion, is not enough. Okay, it's, it's simply not enough. You can be like, oh yeah, I wake up early and I do an exercise routine and I do this and this and this throughout the day. Well, that's going to make me, you know, tough so I can make better decisions emotionally when I'm under stress, blah, blah, blah. Like I tell that to myself too. But no, here's the thing, you won't. Okay, it might help you a little bit, okay, because this is something that I try to train for. I try to train in my personal life to be more even keel. Okay, I've done a podcast on that before. Even keel. ¿Qué significa even keel? Even keel significa que básicamente te mantienes estable emocionalmente, no dejas las emociones del momento afectar tus decisiones. Okay, you, you don't let the momentary emotions you feel affect your decisions, at least not as much, okay? Trying to stay more even keel. And that's ultimately what I'm talking about right here in general, is how we really struggle to be even keel, okay? We can improve it little by little, bit by bit, but we're simply just not ready, okay? Like when disaster strikes, when a catastrophe happens, as human beings, we are not ready. There are none of us in this world, at least not in the first world, that are ready, Okay? Because we live lives that are way too, you know, they're way too easy and comfortable for us to be ready for real stress. Okay? If you put, like, I could do all the freaking exercise in the world and have a daily routine. You guys know me. Like, I'm, I'm disciplined. I do my daily exercise. I post my workout. I post a podcast every day. This is what we do. This is what I do every day. I'm highly disciplined. And it's emotional training that I'm trying to do because I'm, what I'm trying to tell myself and it's more for me than anyone else, okay? Hopefully it's contagious too, but I'm trying to tell myself that 
I need to be disciplined and consistent and I need to show up no matter how I'm feeling. Yo necesito hacer, hacer mi trabajo, digamos, y mis tareas sin importar cómo me siento emocionalmente. And I'm doing pretty good at that. But I guarantee you, if you throw me in a situation that I'm totally not ready for, right? If I don't know what could happen, right? If there, let, let's just, let's imagine here. If there was a nuclear, you know, a, a nuclear war broke out, a nuclear attack or something like that, and, you know, my city comes under attack or whatever happens, you know, if, if the worst, if worse comes to worst, and all of a sudden, I mean, I know this is a stupid example, you know, for saying like, oh, would I do my workout or would I do keep talking podcast? But just work with me here. Like, if disaster strikes and if catastrophe happens, I'm not going to be able to maintain my cool. I'm going to make decisions that are all about survival. They're going to be highly emotional. All of my, you know, even if you sleep deprive me, right? Si me privas del sueño. If I'm, because this has happened before and this happened, I'm not going to go into the details because it's a very personal relationship. But one time throughout the last two years when I was sleep deprived, I lost all emotional control. This has happened to me probably two to three times in my life where I've been sleep deprived, where because of a stressful situation, I've only slept like two hours for a couple nights in a row. And when I get sleep deprived, I can't control myself emotionally. I make terrible decisions. I say nasty things to people that I'm mad at because usually it's a personal relationship that, that has created the stress, something like that. At least that's what it's been the last time or two. When I'm sleep deprived, just sleep deprivation, okay? Just sleep deprivation. I'm not even talking about like injury or, you know, losing someone or losing everything we have or, you know, starvation. Just, okay, just sleep deprivation. Not even, you know, I still slept a little bit. Two hours of sleep, okay? Dos horas de sueño, okay? Dos horas de sueño, una noche, o dos noches, con dos horas de sueño solamente. Eso me hace perder el control, literally, okay? And I guarantee for most of you, it can cause the same thing. If we've been sleep deprived for several nights in a row, like I said, this isn't the worst thing in the world, okay? Like if you look out there in the animal kingdom, in the jungles, in las selvas, when, you know, where wild animals have to live, they go through way more hardship than sleep deprivation. But as human beings, when, because we live these comfortable lives where most of us are used to a fairly comfortable bed that we sleep on for seven to eight hours a night, just being sleep deprived makes us lose all control. And it's that easy to lose control emotionally and do things and say things that we end up regretting later. And this is why this is a big lesson here is that as human beings, if you look at this pandemic, it doesn't take much for us to start going into the same type of survival mode that animals go into, and pardon my French, but not giving a fuck about other people, okay? No requiere mucho para que nosotros entremos en modo de sobrevivencia y de repente no nos importa nada. Nos vale madres, como dicen en México, las otras personas, okay? Cuando entramos en modo de sobrevivencia. It does not take much for us to get into that mode, okay? Now, I'm breaking my own rules here because I said I wasn't supposed to swear in my second language in Spanish, which I've started doing, but whatever. It was worth it. Sorry if it, if it sounded, if anybody didn't like it. But 
the point is, it does not take much, okay? We humans, we live these comfortable, somewhat perfect, quote-unquote, lives. I mean, I know people go through hardships. I know that people have it much worse than I do. But as human beings, for the most part, in the modern world, life is it's much easier than it used to be. <laughs> much easier than it used to be 100 years ago, 200 years ago. And with that in mind, it does not take much for us to go back into survival mode. We think... We have this idea that, yeah, we live in this wonderful global community where everybody loves each other, blah, 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 todos nos amamos, una comunidad global, whatever. Okay, but if you take away someone's house, you take away their food, you take away a place to sleep, you put them in a dangerous situation, any sort of fear, and all that nice global happiness goes out the window, okay? And all we're thinking about is how to survive. And that's an important lesson that I've learned in this pandemic. It doesn't take much for us as a society and on an individual level to not give a F about other people like we think we do and go into survival mode. And to, to give a personal example, so without going into details of like who's who here, but basically I lost some friends early on in the pandemic because I became one of those who was more, let's call it on the right wing side in the U.S. who said, you know what, this is not that big a deal. We need to get back to living our lives. And see, at the time I was living with my girlfriend and her son. Okay. And my biggest concern was how are we going to survive if she, because she wasn't able to work at the time due to the, you know, the shutdowns, he wasn't able to go to school in person. How are we going to survive? And then, of course, there's people on the other hand saying, well, okay, we need to shut down these schools. We need to shut down these businesses because there are people dying all over the place because of the spread of this virus. Okay? We have to. And so I got with one particular friend. I got in a huge argument about this because he was simply trying to survive. For him, the virus was the bigger issue. For me, the shutdowns and the situation that we were living in was the bigger issue okay we were both scared we were both scared for ourselves and for our families okay but because of different sides of the same coin and we lost total control with each other we didn't end up in an actual physical fight okay but we lost our friendship because of that all right perdimos la amistad por causa de eso porque los dos entramos en modos de sobrevivencia y pues en ese estado de miedo y en ese estado de miedo, no nos importa. Hacemos todo lo que nosotros creemos correcto para sobrevivir. Y si eso significa que, digamos, el otro lado o las personas que están del otro lado, que, que no vayan a tener lo que quieran, pues a mí no me importa. Yo necesito sobrevivir. Necesito que mi familia sobrevivir, sobreviva. Necesito que mi tribu sobreviva. And that's tribalism. We are in, in a weird way in this world, we're in a state of tribalism right now, right? We, we talk about this in the U.S. a lot. Like everybody's, you know, we're becoming like tribal with these, just the, the way it's polarized. It's hard to explain, but the point is, it's very easy when we get put into a state of fear to get into this sense of like tribalness. Well, no, like these are my people. I don't care about you because this is ultimately like how, how organisms survive on earth i mean that's this is the way that animals and this is the way that humans worked up until very recently we lived in small tribes and we did not care about other tribes right as far as i understand it and now we live in this globalized society like i said where thanks to globalization thanks to technology thanks to great human inventions we have these lives where we live in a much more comfortable way and in a way that we can all share and do things together but it doesn't take much to lose all that
does not take much to lose all that. And so for me, that's probably the biggest lesson. And this is not like a, a positive thing that I'm telling you. I'm not like saying like, well, here's the solution. I don't, I don't like to offer that many like solutions in this podcast. I'm not some like freaking, you know, <laughs> gypsy monk, whoever the, I don't know, whoever the person is who's got the solutions, right? I'm just telling you the way I see it. So the way I see things is, yeah, like humanity is in a pretty good spot overall, but it doesn't take much to go back into like warring tribalism, survivalism. La humanidad, sí, estamos en un buen punto. Incluso, incluso después de la pandemia, o sea, incluso con la pandemia, seguimos por lo general viviendo en tiempos buenos, pero no requiere mucho que nosotros entremos de nuevo en un estado de, digamos, guerra o sobrevivencia. Okay. And now the interesting thing about this too is that Right now, the media has a tendency to over-exaggerate everything, to keep us in fear, right? Los medios exageran mucho para mantenernos en ese estado de miedo. That's another factor, but I'm not going to get into all of that here. But really for me, the, the one thing that I do kind of take away from it, and this is a lesson that has been repeated for me over the last five, six, seven, eight years even, a lot of times is that I personally need to not do or say things based on the emotions of the moment. It goes back to being more even keel. Like this is, this is the biggest thing that I'm working on in my life right now is being even keel. O sea, estar más estable emocionalmente en el sentido de que, okay, yo siento cierta emoción, sea buena o mala ahora, pero voy a esperar un poco antes de hacer tal cosa a base de, de esa emoción o tomar una decisión a base de esa decisión, okay? I'm going to wait a while. I'm going to wait before I say anything, before I do anything, before I take any action, before I make any decision based on that emotion, okay? It's a big problem of mine, and I can guarantee that it's probably a big problem for some of you too, especially, let's be honest, guys. We live in the modern world. I mean, I'm considered a millennial, right? I was born in 1989. We are so freaking fragile emotionally most of us okay we are so freaking fragile and the last couple of years have proved it don't like if, if you think that i mean if you're one of the few who's not emotionally fragile good for you but we are so freaking fragile emotionally and our emotions are so easily affected by what we see and hear and just little things people say and text to us it's ridiculous and i'm not saying that i'm better than you because i'm, I'm just like you i'm fragile too okay so this is a huge topic for all of us. It's just to stay a bit more even keel. Let the emotions of the moment pass. I mean, obviously, if you're in a situation where it's like, a, you know, a true like life or death situation and you have to take action right away, okay, like do what you have to do. But, but what I'm saying is when we're in these stressful situations that cause an emotion, a lot of times the best thing to do is just wait. Give it a day, two days. Let the emotion pass before you do or say anything that... You might not like because it was only based on that emotion and you didn't really look at the big picture. You didn't really look at it from all sides. You didn't really analyze things. It was just based on that emotion rather than on reality. Cuando las emociones superan la realidad, eso nos pone en peligro. Okay? I don't know if that's well described. When the emotions superan, when the emotions are greater than the reality, you get what I'm trying to say. Okay? Don't make decisions based on your emotions. Okay? Like that's how the military meatheads would describe it.
but it's usually important to me because this happens even when I have like positive emotions. Right now I'm actually weighing something. I'm not going to go into details, but, but it can happen with bad and good emotions. It can happen with positive emotions. You have a positive emotion and then you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to buy this $3 million. And then you just spent $3 million on something that you use for three days. Okay. I know that's a stupid example, but you get the point. All right. So, so it's just, it's emotion management. That's what it is, folks. And that's the biggest thing that I've learned since the beginning of this pandemic is that as human beings, it does not take much to break us. All right. If you think that you're a tough guy or a tough girl, you're not. All right. You're not. I'm not. We're not. Okay. It's all easy to break all of us emotionally. So all we can do is just try even though we're probably going to fail anyway, but we can try in those moments that we're under stress and feel really raw emotions to not be, not let those emotions affect the decisions that we make that could have negative consequences or the things we say that could have negative consequences. And you know what? We're probably still going to do it anyway because we're flawed human beings and we're very weak and we're very fragile. And the last couple of years have definitely proved it. And you know what? I don't know if there's anything we can really do about that. But as my friend Dr. Ken, a good friend of mine, says, you know what? We are on a floating rock that is flying through the universe and the galaxy. So we should just be thankful that we're here. Do you get that? Nosotros estamos en una piedra que está flotando aquí en la galaxia, en el universo. Y qué suerte tenemos de estar aquí vivos. All right, talkers. We'll talk again soon. Peace. Thank you for listening. Gracias por escuchar. Share Keep Talking podcast with a friend who you think would also like it. Let's keep talking every day.